Sarah. <laughs> Have we met? It never gets so. old. So, I mean, it seems fitting to do this movie, I guess, near the time that we did our favorite movie yes. or our namesake, since they referenced this one. Um, I've maybe seen bits and pieces, but not really, never really watched it. I think you're in the same yeah. boat, correct? Same exact boat. And I, I now I don't feel so bad because I thought you you were going to like ridicule me again for not seeing an epic classic. No. Casablanca. I uh, obviously had no idea what it was about. <laughs> yeah, clearly I didn't. I just knew romance. And yeah, I just that's a horrible choice. That's all I knew. Yeah, that's kind of all. I, I knew that there was like a bar involved and... Oh my God, they were drinking the whole movie. <laughs> the whole movie. Pouring drinks, champagne, bourbon, whiskey. Well, I mean, I guess when in Rome, right? I guess, but even like not even in the bar, like just, it was like, hey, it's wartime. Let's get fucked up. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you never know. <laughs> yeah. The end times are near maybe, so let's yeah. party. I, it sort of made me think, should I be drinking more? <laughs> I don't know. My body says no. But yeah. But yeah, like I didn't, now I'm like, oh, that's why they referenced this, you know, nonstop, you know, the kiss to build a dream on and as time goes by and all that stuff. Like, I was like, oh, sleep is in Seattle. Like now I'm getting it. Yeah. I also didn't really realize it was so revolving around like, political issues yeah i just Very like had much. no idea about this movie i guess i still I feel oh sorry oh I, I did do a little bit of research about it okay um, i don't know if you did but like there it was based on a play originally the the setting was in lisbon okay. and also um it made me realize like there's a lot of like inside jokes, not inside jokes, but uh, literary references taken from this film in many other things. One of them, uh, The Virgin Suicides. I think uh, Sofia Coppola um, or whoever wrote um, the adaptation to the film um, must have named all the family, the Lisbon, the Lisbon sisters. So I'm wondering if that has anything to do with the reference of like, you know, the faraway land that was safe, you know, that never was reached. What would that have to do with the Virgin Suicides, though? Well, that's their last name. And right, but I mean, like, as far as the movie. The fact, like, for me, it would be symbolic of that place that was never reached. Like, Rick never got to leave Casablanca. Never got to go to, you know, to Lisbon. And in the virgin suicides to me it's like the fatalistic like thing that was far away that they could not have which was their freedom oh okay so that's how oh. i took it <laughs> anyway anywho no i did not really do any research on this um i did see though that uh for the most part there's not like the there's like maybe three people in this movie that were actually born in the u.s Right. Like there right. was a lot of actual like like just people born like even um Ingrid Bergman was not born in the US. I think Humphrey Bogart was um 
the what was his name Dewey whatever the piano player's name was that oh, played right. Sam I think he was born in the U.S. and one other person but I also thought was really cool uh, casting was that the German um, officers were Jewish. <laughs> they, yeah, had, they, they had experienced uh, concentration camps and, and they had experienced. Or their, you know, yeah. Or their family. For their sure. family has. So I thought that was a cool choice. Yeah. They, I think I did read too, something about the fact that there was a lot of like Jewish people or refugees in general in this movie that were very like emotionally affected by the, um, the the dual singing scene in the bar towards yeah. the end and like yeah. it really hit home for a lot of them because you know because of what was you know happening in that in the world that War was II a great time. moment too yeah. and it's fun something as innocuous as a singing in a bar turned into this taste great less filling like competition which really ticked off the german officers and then embolden them to go after Laszlo even more, which is like, you're singing at a bar. Right. But it was like, I think the fact that it was like a political thing, you know, like what they were and singing. Rallying the, yeah. Rallying yeah. The and being and the like, fact that like the rest, everybody else was, you know, not team Germany. <laughs> did it also, did it strike you as odd? Like it struck me as very uncomfortably odd to me that, Although being a neutral, unoccupied France um, land, that there didn't like there seemed to be a brazenness of of not like I mean I guess technically it was unoccupied so they didn't have jurisdiction, but you know they didn't play fair so like it just to see people like you know like talking like even Rick like not being afraid of them like struck me as odd it was like. But you know that they they do have like the power to fuck you up. I don't know. Yeah, they they don't have any scruples for the most part. Like there's no and morals Rick, there. Rick hiding his papers like right there in plain sight was also strange to me too. Like you don't think anyone's gonna look under that stack of menus? Like, I think uh, he put, said he put them in the piano. Oh, okay. I thought he just put it on like underneath a stack of papers. No, he said when what's his face renal or whatever comes he's like he's like where'd you have them the whole time he said in the piano and he's kind of like oh yeah you know, so much for not being a music guy or i don't know whatever his comments is to that something yeah anyway it was I a good know. movie though it really held my attention did you like it yeah i thought it was pretty good i mean it was definitely not what i expected i guess yeah because I never, I don't know. I don't know what I thought it was about, really. But I think more of just like, I knew there was like crime and a bar and a love affair. <laughs> like I the, like the rest of it, I had no idea. Oh, shit, I forgot what I was just going to say. Oh, there was a scene. So there was a scene where a woman is supposed to come in to Renault's office to discuss papers or whatever. And, you know, a visa. And... He's like, he does like a weird smirk and starts like primping himself and like straightening his tie yeah. for the woman to come in. Did you get the feeling that he was like implying he was going to like see what yeah. sort of favors he could get out of her for a visa? Yes. Yes. And I also, when I was doing my research, I found out that in the play, there was the insinuation that, uh, that 
Isla, is that her name? Isla? Is, yeah, Isla, yeah. Isla slept with Rick to get the papers. So they were worried about that. But I guess in the play, that was the the notion was that that oh, okay. happened. Ah, okay. Yeah, like in, in this, it, you know, in the movie, I guess she never really planned that, but he does like even downplay it more to Laszlo in that last scene of being like, you know, this was all like a you know a trick or whatever and in no way did she want to stay here or be with me or whatever that was just a lie so that she could try to get the papers even though it wasn't you know what i mean no yeah 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 she did want to stay but i remember we had a um kind of a a discussion about this particular theme in my directing class in college and I remember the professor, she had us go around and talk about like, is love unconditional? Do you believe it is? And is love self-sacrificing? Would you sacrifice yourself for your loved one to be happy? Or even if that means helping your love, helping the person you love get with the person they want to be with. <laughs> and we went around and talked about this. And I remember at the time I was like, absolutely like love is like that is love like sacrifice like and now i'm like that's codependence <laughs> I'm like that's not love so yeah anyway i think i've changed my tune and yeah this uh this movie solidified that in my head <laughs> no i think i still think i probably wouldn't because i wouldn't i wouldn't want to feel like somebody's with me but doesn't really want to be with me so right. i think i'd rather than just go be with whoever they want, if that's what they wanted. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's the illusion of being a doormat, Sarah. It's not sexy anymore. <laughs> yeah, but how are you a doormat if you tell somebody to go be with who they want to be with? Oh, I guess it's like, I guess the concept of, of helping them, like assisting oh, them. Oh, I wouldn't assist them. I would just be like, goodbye. That would be about all right be free <laughs> you do the legwork run and be free that's good yeah i feel like I've, I've done similar things uh or just yeah in the name <laughs> of love sarah all yeah. is fair in love and war i think that's or something a perfect, a perfect quote for this movie yeah heather and her quotes and puns <laughs> God, thanks for bearing with me. Can we put some on your, when the day comes, can we put some on your uh, tombstone? Are you looking forward to that? <laughs> hey, no. What would you put? What would you, what would be the biggest? Oh, I have no idea. But it would have to do something with like, I don't know, death and, or stones or something. <laughs> death and stones. <laughs> death and <laughs> stones might break your bones. There you go. <laughs> The wine will never hurt me. I'm just saying if it was a pun, it would have to be like, I don't know, obnoxious. Thanks. Anyway. <laughs> what does that say about me? Aren't you? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, uh, nothing. Moving on. <laughs> oh, I heard that the director uh, and the writer of this movie actually never went to Casablanca and didn't want to go because even though he heard that um, there's an actual Ricks there, he was afraid that 
um, in the honor of the movie, there's an actual Rick's there now, but he was afraid that it would, the image would spoil it for him in his mind. So. Hmm. Well, how did they get the, cause I'm assuming it's all like stage, you know, whatever set. It's all filmed yeah. in the bank. Bill, Bur Bill, 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 Burbank or Warner Brothers. I glitched. I glitched. <laughs> oh, God. Heather's in the Matrix. And then Bur Bur Burbank. <laughs> Me. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, the, 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 the current tarmac, it was a soundstage or a, yeah. And they're actually, I guess they saved the soundstage of the very last scene where the plane takes off. And it's now currently a Moroccan themed cafe. <laughs> like, that's, okay. That's fun, um, I guess. Yeah. I, I want to go to Morocco. I've been to Tangier. Yeah. Do you want to hear about that experience? <laughs> Another time. Okay. Um, are we attempting to go through this at all? It was very confusing to me for a while with like characters and stuff. So I don't even know if I have it all right. <clears throat> but, That's okay. Yeah, it was a little confusing at the beginning. Yeah. So, all right. Um, oh, I guess we should... Did we ever say that this was we were did we did Casablanca? <laughs> do we do we miss that part? 1942. Blanca Casa. Blanca Casa. Uh directed by Michael Curtis, uh Ingrid Bergman, Humphrey Bogart, Paul. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Henry? I don't know. Is it Ayers? H-E-N-R-E-I-D. Oh, never mind. Um, and then others, obviously. There's many more actors, <clears throat> but that's like the, you know, the three fancy ones or whatever. Um, so, okay, 1941, we have two German carriers were murdered. And so the police type men of Casablanca are rounding up anyone without papers, anybody that they feel is a suspicious character. Uh, we have Rick's Cafe American, and people are trying to do deals at tables, selling rings and such. Um, Rick's playing chess. Uh, we have Ugarte. Is that how you pronounce his name? Ugarte? Ugarte? I don't know. <clears throat> is talking to Rick about the Germans and talking about how he... I don't know. I think about how Rick, Rick once helped refugees or something. I don't know if it was back in France or where it was, but shows him the papers and how he plans to sell them and get out and wants Rick to hold them for a couple hours before he can like do this deal um, with this couple, you know, the nameless couple or whatever. Sam, the piano player. Oh, I put as one of the few actors from the US. Um, Ferrari, which is another bar owner. He owns the Blue Parrot is trying to buy the cafe from Rick and basically to get Sam to work there. And Rick's like, you want to go work for Ferrari? And Rick, and Sam says, nope. Uh, there's like this woman named Yvonne 
that sort of keeps popping huh. in and popping yeah. out that we never really know anything about that the bartender, I guess, is in love with. Um, but she's in love with Rick or Rick hooked up with her. Okay. Was, is that what the deal is? I was yeah. like, I don't know what her point is. She's just in and out sparsely. Okay. Yeah. She, she and Rick hooked up and he, she asked Rick, are I going to see you again tonight? And he was like, no, go home. Yeah. <laughs> Cause Rick is now jaded because of, we don't know why yet. Turns out it's this love affair with Ilsa that happened in France. <clears throat> uh we have Renault tells Rick there will be an arrest tonight. We're gonna get the guy who killed the the German couriers. Um they are looking for Victor Laszlo. He's with a lady. And uh let's see here. Oh, then we have Major Strasser and he arrives to the bar. They arrest Ugarte. There's a shootout while he's trying to like get away and they still arrest him and take him to jail. Um, they're trying to get was, info. Oh, yeah. I was confused about, um, they made a whole meal of like, Rick never sits down with any table and talks, but Rick sits down with the Nazi officers. I thought that was weird. I was like, why is he, I mean, did he feel like he had to? Um, he also sits down with, Isa or Ilsa, but, yeah. but they made a whole thing about no, you can't buy him a drink. He can't have a drink with you. He never does. And then he sits down with the officers and I was like, why did he do that? Oh, does he actually sit down with them? I didn't remember that part. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, because I remember him sitting down with, with Ilsa at whatever point. And so I thought, okay, maybe they made that a whole point so that then when he sits down with her, you know, it's like, oh, but I didn't remember him sitting before that. All right. Yeah. He sat down with the officers. All right. Um, yeah, they're trying to get info out of Rick, see where his loyalty is. Laszlo arrives with Ilsa. Sam recognizes her. Um, they are looking for Ugarthi. Um, but I think he they somebody tells him that uh, you know, that he got arrested and whatnot. <clears throat> Strasser wants to meet with Laszlo. The ring salesman tells Laszlo, oh yeah. So the ring salesman, ring with air quotes, uh tells Laszlo that he got arrested. And then Ilsa asks for Sam and asks him to play on the piano as time goes by. Um, because it's her and Rick's song. And she's sad and she's thinking of Rick. And then he comes in and he gets mad at Sam before realizing, like for playing the song before realizing that, you know, she's sitting right there. And then um, he sits down with, with the two of them. Oh, the bar closes. I have, we have Rick drinking up in the dark and Sam wants them to, yeah. He's sad and he's drinking his sorrows away and Sam wants them to leave and is like, don't, you know, don't worry about her and don't get involved with her again. And, yes. um, yeah. <laughs> Watch out. She's a man eater. Um, bitches. bitches. And 
yeah and so rick wants to just like stay and be sad um and now we have the dream sequence or whatever the memory sequence of france and they're on a boat and they're having champagne and they're dancing and they're kissing and then there's like stock footage or something of like military invasion and then um we have some champagne and here's looking at you kid and a bad time for falling in love and germans are a day away and they agree to meet at the train station to go to marseille and she sends a note and she says that she can never see him again and he has no information and he doesn't know what's going on he gets on the train and uh did you say marseille (laughs) isn't that what it is marseille Marseille and versailles marseille marseille well marseille we can put them together. Marseille. <laughs> it's good. It works. <laughs> Is Versailles in Marseille? <laughs> in France. It's in France. Uh, um, good work, though. Yes. Oh, whatever. You pronounce things wrong all the time, too. Marseille. So she comes back to the bar. And I guess he's calling her out on like leaving him. And she, I don't know, my notes are very vague. She leaves. They think that the papers must be at Rick's bar and Laszlo and Ilsa go to Strasser's office and they try to bribe for, um, oh, they tried to bribe him. Basically like, we'll give you visas to Lisbon if you give us all the names of like all your underground contacts or something like that. And he's like, no, we're good. Never mind. Uh, And then they inform him that, oh, you're looking for, you know, Ugarte? Well, he's dead. We don't know why, like what happened. Um, Rick goes to the Blue Parrot to talk to Ferrari and runs into Ilsa there. And she tells Rick Laszlo is her husband. Um, Always was, even during our love affair. It's true. We do find out at the end, though, that she thought he was dead at the time of it to make her not seem like a total hussy, I guess. Yeah. I wonder if that was changed. A 40s hussy. Women are not adulterers. No, they can't be dirty like that. They're not in charge of their hormones and feelings. Mm. Anyway, where was I? Uh, Laszlo is... Okay, her husband, Laszlo, is discussing visas with Ferrari and then I guess he tells him that like the letters haven't been found yet and you know maybe they're at Rick's I guess Laszlo talks to Rick about needing to get to you know out of Casablanca with Ilsa and didn't I thought Laszlo acknowledges there that they both have an investment in or no no that's where that's where Rick tells Laszlo, yeah. that you should ask your wife. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of where I think it's like the, hmm. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, why won't you give me the papers? And then that's when Rick's like, ask your wife. And so then, um, oh, this is the part where there's the, um, you know, the two, the Germans start singing their political song. <clears throat> and then everybody else, like all the refugees and people trying to like get out start singing and drown out the Germans. And so of course the Germans are all like butthurt. They're pouting in the corner. 
Viva la France. Laszlo asks her why Rick wouldn't give the papers and she doesn't tell him about the affair. And Laszlo goes to the meeting. Ilsa goes to see Rick to try to get the papers. And she threatens Rick with a gun. And he basically knows that she's never going to shoot him. So he's not super worried about it. He's like, you'll be doing me a favor. Yeah. Um, and this is like when she basically is like, I love you still. And I'm only ever going to be in love with you. Like, like I love Laszlo, but not the same. And they kiss. And she tells him the whole story of like why she didn't show up that day at the train station. And she was basically like, I found out that Victor, you know, wasn't killed. And so I needed to stay. And she's like, I knew that if, if I told you anything else, like you wouldn't have been safe and you wouldn't have left. So I had to do it this way. And then uh, uh, Renault has Laszlo arrested and then Rick goes to him and is basically convinces him, tricks him into thinking like, oh, we can set him up better if you release him, we'll give him the papers and then you'll have like a whole like better reason to like, you know, hold him and whatever. <clears throat> so like, don't, don't have us followed. Stand yeah. down. Exactly. So then, um, you know, they sort of set out on this, this trickery with this plan and Rick holds Renault at gunpoint and they go to the airport and, you know, he tells Renault to call the airport ahead of time so that there's no trouble. And he trick calls Strasser to basically alert him of where they're going. So then, um, you know, Strasser's on his way to the airport as well. <clears throat> um, and then this is when Ilsa finds out that Rick had no intention of keeping her there and that he's going to put both of them on the plane. And says, we'll always have Paris. And they get on the plane and Rick shoots Strasser because Strasser's trying to call, like, I guess, like the maybe the airplane tower or something to like, yeah. or the pilot or I don't know, somebody to stop the plane. Then, like, the, I guess, I don't know if it's like police in Casablanca or if it's sort of still like Nazi police or who it is that comes, but then. Uh, Renault doesn't tell them that Rick was the one that shot Strasser. They he basically is like, oh, we got to find the murderer. We don't know what happened. And then this is when we have the famous scene of them walking into the mist of the airport where they says, Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. I was the confused end. that they weren't concerned about the fallout from the gunshot to Strasser? How did they work that out? I mean, that would have been after, like, we don't know. I guess they're just assuming that, like, everybody's shady. So we'll just, blame, like, either they won't find the person who shot him or they'll blame it on somebody else. I don't know. Okay. But it's not going to be Rick or Renault. I and love their little buddy system like the the fact that even though like Renault had to like toe the line and do this stuff that above board but he's he always got a kick out of Rick you could tell that they liked each other 
Well, I think he always knew that he was also doing like shady gambling in the back too. And was just always like turning a blind eye on that. I love the moment where like where Renault had to close down the cafe because the German soldiers had a temper tantrum and somebody comes up with, why, why are you closing it? And he's like, because there's illegal gambling going on and somebody walks up, here are your winnings, sir. I was like, that's awesome. Anyway, I I, I like the movie. It was, it, it was refreshing and kind of like surprising, like in a little way, you know, where I didn't realize how political it was. And I thought it was just a cheesy love movie. Me too. Um, now, speaking of the cheesy, you know, so going from our infamous favorite movie of When Harry Met Sally and the mm -hmm. whole debate at the start of the movie of her saying, of course, she would go with Laszlo. Like, who wouldn't want to be the first woman of Czechoslovakia or whatever? Yeah. And then, um, you know, to the end, and she's like, I never said that. Of course, I would choose Rick. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've had good sex and it wasn't just exactly you know, Sheldon <laughs> Sheldon the Wonderschlong Sheldon, so who for oral, your oral surgeon Sheldon's yeah. your guy <laughs> yeah um no it's a nice it's a nice um like hero's journey so who would you pick who would you pick uh the Wonderschlong <laughs> no I'm saying who would you pick Laszlo or Rick who would she pick Ilsa. or who would I pick? Who would you pick if you were Ilsa? Uh, I'm staying, I'm staying with the Bogues. All right. How about you? Or would you like to be the, the inspiration for the revolution as was? It seems like a lot of pressure. I think I'd probably rather just stay with Rick. But I, you know what? It was a very mature thing that they wrote like Rick's, Rick's observation of the fact that part of like behind every successful man is a woman you know inspiring him to do the thing like that was sort of written in in the undercurrent where he's like i realize that he's able to do these things because of you like yeah like you give, give him you give him the like the juice power or whatever yeah, yeah the juice so i do like too that they made rick like so emotional like he was yeah. i feel like showed a lot of emotion for a man yeah for the time yeah. period like even if he was still being kind of like i'm just gonna push my feelings way down deep inside for the most part like yeah. the bar scene where he's like thinking about her and whatever he's yeah he's very upset yeah i love that and, and that i love the use of a song to sort of bring it all back you know sense memory and you know that was their song I mean, I feel like that always happens. Songs get stuck with people. Oh, definitely. Like, are there songs that you can't listen to nowadays? Um, I think, I think it usually takes time. So like, I feel like a certain amount of time has to go by and then I'm like, okay, at listening to it again. But yeah, it takes a minute. Where you can have like the fond rem remembrance moment instead of the dagger to the heart moment. Yeah. Exactly. Same. Hard same. What are we doing next? Sonia. Oh. Well, we probably have to do a Christmas movie oh, or something. Yeah. Or New Year's-ish or something for this season if we're gonna do it within the next couple weeks. Have we done the holiday yet? I think we've done the holiday. Uh, I, th I thought oh. we didn't do either of them. Okay. Wait, let me check. All right. Or four Christmases. 
Oh God, I just watched that. Not so good. No, it's funny, but I just I just watched it, so I'm like, I don't know if I can watch it again so soon. Let me go back to the beginning here. Let's see. Where's December? Baby fish mouth. Um, Baby fish mouth. Oh no, I guess we did do the holiday. You're right, because I I guess December 23rd we did that one. Um, and we did holiday. We did. Oh. Um. So I guess we could do Love Actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. The love-hate relationship that we all have with that yes. movie. It's problematic, but damn it, I like the movie. It's fucking terrible, but I watch it every year. It's total <laughs> trash, but I can't help myself. <laughs> and yeah. like Rick... Rick, whatever his real name is, but Rick that now, you know, he was in uh, The Walking Dead, whatever the fuck that actor's name is. He's such a bad actor in this. Like, he's terrible. Oh, it's so bad. I mean, not is that... Is he the I'm one just... that, the very last scene? He's the one that, no, he's the one that loves um, Keira Knightley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, comes... I like that story. I know, but he's such a bad actor. To me, you are perfect. Uh. <laughs> I don't know what, I guess I, I don't know who I like the most. I like Hugh Grant. Well, I always like Hugh Grant. I know. He's a goofball. Huge thighs. <laughs> really? <laughs> I know. I think maybe I like the one where, like, the guy who falls in love with the Portuguese woman oh yeah yeah that's beautiful, beautiful their their family is ridiculous her family yeah anyway we should probably not talk about it if we're gonna do it Shh. you will that was your teaser all right all right well let's wrap it up then wrap it up bring the mistletoe bring the camel toe we'll see you next time for the holiday movie <laughs> yeah tip tiptoe casablanca casablanca right. done we did it Bye. Bye. Bye.